0: Welcome to Earthwise Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about celebrating the darkness. We are now in the darkest time of the year, and it is traditional to illuminate the night with strings of lights and candles in the windows to symbolize our inner light. And rather than fend off the darkness, our ancestors also celebrated the night itself as a welcome element of the season. They believed that night is the mother of day, and out of the rich and fertile womb of darkness is born the potential for all of life. This is why our day begins at the darkness of midnight. Our ancestors celebrated the darkness in many ways, and did so with pleasure— for them, the darkness was the dimension of their ancestors who, although they could no longer be present in body, continued to be present in spirit, and they wanted to celebrate with the many generations of their families. At this time of year, the darkness makes it easier for the dead to be present with the living because, with diminished light, we must rely more on feelings than on sight. And the feelings at this time of year, are convivial and merry. One name our ancestors had for this time of year was the raw nights, not so much because of the bone-chilling cold, but because since the veil was thin between the living and the dead, there was little barrier or skin between them. Thus the senses were unprotected or raw. But instead of feeling afraid of the prospect of closeness to their departed family members, they cherished it and looked for ways to enhance this closeness, like having traditional meals with them and serving their favorite foods. Another name for this time of darkness was the in-between nights or the undernights. These were opportunities for divination when people could take advantage of the closeness of the spirits to ask for information and advice from those who had access to the wisdom of the other world. Thus, this dark time was also known as Oracle Nights, and many kinds of divination were devised so the mighty dead could convey their wisdom reading tea leaves, or interpreting the messages perceived from the shapes of candle wax poured into cold water, or the patterns made by the bursting of nutshells. Scrying was also practiced, that is, interpreting images seen in mirrors and bowls of water. And to attract the mighty dead, people created special kinds of incense— so this period in the early Yuletide season was also called smudging nights. The burning of certain aromatic herbs created a scent which honored and nourished the spirits who were abroad at this season of darkness. One northern European incense was called Die or Thirty Women. It was made from thirty sacred herbs— many of which we can grow here in Maine, like mugwort, plantain, wormwood, mullein, valerian, chamomile, yarrow, and mint. The spirits of the beloved dead were affectionately called the Other Crowd. They were eager to join in the celebrations of the darkness and give whatever help they could to their living descendants. So why not have a party tonight? Set a festive table— The other crowd likes candles and gay decorations and delicious food. Give darkness its due, and have your questions and wishes ready, for the mighty dead are kindly and generous, and they like to give gifts. Blessed be. You've been listening to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.